Hello, and welcome to Foul Puck, a podcast about sports ball for the rest of us. Unlike other sports ball podcasts, we talk about sports without assuming you out there in listener land know everything there is to know about Olympic sport climbing, including bouldering and quick draw. Today is the 5th of July, and I am Rachel, typically your baseball guru, uh, but today I am also joined by, uh, in the green room. I'm Nancy. I am uh, your climbing novice today. And in the lake. (laughs) It's a bay. Uh, I'm Rebecca. I am your climbing uh, poser today. All right. Um, One of us has to pretend like we know what we're doing. Yes, exactly. I will say things with as much confidence as possible. I believe in you. Excellent. That's really all it takes. Okay, so Rebecca, take it away. Tell us about sport climbing. Yeah, so um, I, I was talking with our football correspondent and asked what what obscure Olympic sport I should do. And she immediately said climbing. So awesome. here I am. Thank yeah. you, Brittany. Yeah. Yes. So sport climbing is technically, this is my terminology, but technically <laughs> it's, a, it's a triathlon of climbing events. So okay. there are three different events that make up this one event of sport climbing. And there was apparently a whole lot of controversy about that in general. So there's speed climbing, bouldering, and lead climbing. And speed climbing is a very different skill than bouldering or lead climbing. So Mm -hmm. people who typically do speed climbing do not typically do bouldering or lead climbing and vice versa. Um, One climber said asking lead climbers or boulderers to compete in speed is like asking a middle distance runner to compete in the sprint. I mean, that seems like actually a pretty good analogy. Yeah, it is. Um, But also, like, if everybody sucks at speed climbing a little bit. Well, but it's not because they're, you know, you get the flip side. You get the people who are fucking amazing at speed climbing and maybe just slightly amazing at the others. Yeah, but if they can't hang in the other two events, I just feel like if you have two out of three, uh, as uh, famed uh, sportscaster Meatloaf once said... (laughs) Two out of three ain't bad, yeah. so, yeah. So we're going with meatloaf on this one. Yes, I almost said meatball, but I didn't. Okay. That's, that's in his, his uh, non-touring days. Yeah, that's his, yep. that's his sports persona, meatball. <laughs> meatball. Um, <laughs> Headcanon accepted. Yeah. Um, so, so part of the controversy was the, the difference in the way the, the sports are conducted um, part of the reason for doing it this way is that they were only allotted, like the international body of climbing was only allotted one medal place, basically, for oh. men and one medal place for women. So wow. I think part of this was about showcasing the variety of climbing so that they can get more metal places in the future. That um, sucks, and it, but gotcha. also and, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And and also we said it in a, a earlier mini said, but this is the first time um, climbing has been at the Olympics. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Um, so speed climbing is very specialized. Um, the way the route works is basically you have a 15 meter tall wall Um, And it's 15 meters in any international competition, not just the Olympics. 
um, two people are climbing the identical route Mm -hmm. up this Mm 15-meter wall at the same time, Mm -hmm. and whoever gets to the top first wins. Um, Okay, so it's a a lot of head-to-head competitions, not necessarily who has the fastest time. Well, it's only in speed. Well, it's primarily in speed that it's this head-to-head. Okay. Then, so at least that's for the qualifiers. So it starts with 20 men and 20 women, and the finals are six each. Um, So I'm sure there, you know, there's going to have to be some whittling down there. But at least in the beginning, it's one-on-one, whoever gets the top first wins. Um, So the world records for... Um, speed climbing are 15 meters in 5.6 seconds That's for men insane. and seven and a half <laughs> seconds for women. That doesn't even seem possible. That's 45 right? feet. Right? Yeah. In in six seconds. So we're going to be I seeing even some like, like creepy Spider-Man yes. room in six seconds. I know, right? Yeah, I can't walk up the stairs to the next floor in my house in six seconds, and that's not 45 feet. Now, is it that every, like, every Handhold. route is the same yes. in every, like, there's one standard 15-foot yes. wall? Okay. Well, so I don't know if it's the same route for every international competition, but mm-hmm. the the two walls that you have going head-to-head in the Olympics are the exact same. And, okay. um I almost said players and climbers, athletes are allowed to know what that route is ahead of time. So it's not meant to be a secret. So they can right. practice it. Um, and they use one kind of handhold that's this kind of um, virtually triangle shaped. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's that one handhold put in different positions, you know, different top, bottom, mm-hmm. side, whatever. Um, and it's, it's purely about speed. Um, and this is not an activity of that a lot of U.S. climbers participate in. I've heard um, interesting. that. Yeah. So U.S. U.S. climbers tend to be more into lead climbing and bouldering. So lead climbing is climbing with a rope and clipping it into a fixed position to protect from a fall. That's generically what lead climbing is, whether it's indoors or outdoors. In the Olympics, it's indoors, of course. Um, Climbers have one chance to get as far as possible up the 15-meter wall. This is a different wall from the speed climb. Um, And clip themselves into every quick draw along the way. So there are set bolts in the wall um, Mm -hmm. that they have to attach to. And the quick draw is essentially... um, two carabiners connected by a semi-rigid material. So at every bolt, there is a quick draw attached to that bolt, and the climber has to attach their rope to the other end of the quick draw at every point. They can't skip any. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And this makes sure... So it's like slaloming, kind of, where you got to hit every flag. Yeah, kind of. Um, okay. And, you know, you get... You get points deducted for if you do it wrong if there's like a twist in your rope or whatever because this is meant to (laughs) be like your protection methodology right um so typically um climbers outside of the olympics um either indoors or outdoors might attach their own bolts to the wall and then do their own quick draws um like when you're when you're climbing outdoors of course they're not already preset bolts Mm -hmm. in a mountainside so 
you would have to insert your own bolt and do your own quick draw um, as opposed to in the Olympics. Yes, we've all heard of it. (laughs) As opposed to your own, uh, as opposed to the Olympics where they want to make it as equal as possible, of course, so they have part of that set up for you. Um, So competitors get a few minutes to look at the route before they go and then they're all moved out of the area into isolation and go one by oh. one so they cannot watch others do their climbs. Oh, interesting. And like because the learn from the other people's useful. mistakes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Right. Um, they get one point per hold and a set number of points for finishing the course. And the person with the most points wins. So could that As... hypothetically result in a tie though, if you're meant to hit every single quick draw and then you finish could you have more than one person well there's a a time there's a time element here too didn't you say that well there's a time element for um for the for the speed speed but not i that i have not seen it i've not seen a time limit for lead climbing um i'm sorry i thought you said as quickly as possible so i i assume as far as possible okay i mean i would assume that Olympians make it all the way up the wall. Right, that's what um, I'm thinking. So then, is there a time component? So there to, like, are break ties or something. There are a set number of quick draws along the way. Right, but not. Um, but you can use as many holds as you want in whatever way you want. So I think that's where the difference is. Mm. Like the holds are the little right. like rocks attached to the wall. Mm-hmm. So you could choose to use more holds, fewer holds, depending on mm-hmm. your methodology. And does it get more difficult as you go up? Like, are the holds spaced farther apart or something? I have no idea. Okay, well, we'll all find out together. Yeah, now I'm really curious. Yeah. I was yeah, previously too. uninterested in watching this, but I'm a little more I know, but now it's now. kind of fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the, the third piece is bouldering. Um, so bouldering is a much shorter wall. It's only four meters um, you do not have that protective lead rope, which is part of why it's a lot shorter. Um, you have four minutes to reach the top of each boulder. Um, and this doesn't require as much specialized gear as other types of climbs. So when I say a boulder here, I don't mean a giant rock. Mm-hmm. Um, a boulder is the... The, like the appar- the whole apparatus that you're climbing on. Um, okay, I am now picturing the aggro crag. I have no idea what the aggro crag is. Either. Nickelodeon from that Nickelodeon show. Oh crap! Now that I say it, I can't think of where they race up the top of the mountain and they gotta. No, I got nothing. Okay, no idea. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> so each course is called a sequence or a problem. Nickelodeon guts. Never heard of it. I mean, I remember guts, but. I don't remember the... You don't remember the aggro No, bag? I don't. Dude. All right. You'll have to find it on YouTube and send it to me. <laughs> Tweet it from the um, account. Yeah. So um, each course is called a sequence or a problem. So each each boulder... Oh, that's so philosophical. I love it. Yeah. So each, <laughs> each like, boulder has a different problem of, you know, their little, their little handholds and stuff. Yeah. Um, climbers... Please tell me one of them is named Maria. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a niche joke. 
<laughs> it works on it. several levels too. It does. <laughs> um, so in this one, climbers do not know the, the problems in advance to get credit for a problem. They have to have both hands. They have to get to the top and have both hands firmly on the designated top hold. Mm. Um, there are other ways of getting partial credit if you reach certain zones of the climb. I was about to ask about partial credit. Yeah. <laughs> um, As a former teacher. <laughs> and then they have they have four minutes on each problem. And they can attempt it as many times as they want in those four minutes. Oh, so wow. hmm. if you get, you know, a third of the way up the problem and you can't go any further and you or you fall, you let go. You If you still have time left, you can attempt that same thing again and hmm. again and again as, you know, until your four minutes are up. Um, in the qualifiers, they get four climbs. So they get four boulders of four minutes each. Hmm. And then in the finals, in the medal rounds, they have three climbs. Um, are they, do they, for the, the metal rounds, are they using the same boulders they did? I suspect, I, I don't know, but I suspect not because one of the things that they're testing you on is you're like on solving the fly the problem. problem solving. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that would make yeah. sense. So in the, in the lead climbing, they all get to look at it in advance and then go to isolation. In bouldering, they're all in isolation until it's your turn to go. And only then gotcha. do you see the boulders. Um, so in the U.S., we use V scales to grade the difficulty of the boulder. V0 and V1 are the easiest. And V15 would be hard for even Olympic climbers. Um, however, Olympic boulders are not graded. Because there are so many other factors, like can you think fast on your feet to find a way up the uh, up the problem? Um, can you deal with people watching you do this, etc.? Um, oh, also in bouldering, um, in 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 international competition, very large geometric holds are becoming more common, um, and the way the organizers set the routes encourages big jumps and coordination you wouldn't do Ooh. in outdoor bouldering. It says that they take a lot of, um, um, I don't know, cues, I'll say, from parkour. Mm -hmm. So you can't just be able to climb straight up. You got to be able to, you know, jump like a flying squirrel from one place to another. So then the overall winner is decided by taking the results of the three events and multiplying them together, and then whoever has the lowest number wins. So if you come in second in speed, second in lead, and first in bouldering, you end up with a score of four. If you come in first in speed, third in lead, and second in bouldering, you'd have a score of six. So it ends up being the lowest score wins. Um, in terms of who to watch, there are a couple. Um, Adam Andra from the Czech Republic, he's largely favored to, um, he, I mean, he's one of the, the greatest climbers in the world, apparently. Um, so he's one to watch, especially on lead climbing and bouldering. Um, he has even said that speed climbing is his weakest event. And he was one of the people who spoke out about the fact that speed climbing was included in this category. Um, Miho Nonaka from Japan, he came third at speed climbing in the most recent World Cup. Um, and then 
I liked this one because um, Bassa and Michael Mawem from France. Oh, them. I know them. Yeah, they are siblings. <laughs> okay. They're yeah, siblings they're amazing. who are going to be competing against each other. So everything I know about uh, climbing comes from watching seasons of The Ultimate Beastmaster on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They're in season two. They're amazing. Okay. Like they blew literally everybody else out of the yeah. water. So um, that's awesome. Then, they're in the Olympics. I'll hell yes. watch them. Well, and I mean, what's fascinating to me about that is that they're competing against each other. Uh-huh. Like but, we know, yeah. we know about athletic families who have people in multiple sports. So I got to say on the show, they were so sweet and they did this, mm. they have this whole thing about if one of us wins, we both yeah. win. We're in it together. <laughs> the f- family triumphs like, yeah. And it all seemed incredibly genuine. So, like, yes, I I yeah. read a little bit about that, that so today sweet. as well. That they both are genuinely rooting for the other one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, that's good. Um, and then finally, Yanya Garnbret of Slovenia. Um, she is like hands down the world's best female competitive climber. She's twenty two, and since she turned sixteen. She's been in 34 lead climbing World Cup events and medaled Jeez. in 30 of them. Wow. Wow. So yeah. she's the Simone Biles of rock climbing. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, so that is what I have for you on rock climbing, which, you know, kind of like you said, I didn't think I cared about this. And now I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds like a lot of fun to watch, right? honestly. It really does. Like, I know I'm going to be blown away by the speed climbing because I can't imagine climbing 45 feet in six seconds. That's nope. bonkers. Frankly, I'm worried it's going to look like a horror movie. It might. <laughs> <laughs> like the ring, but vertical. Yeah. With like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to be weird. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Well, thank you, Rebecca, yeah. for that very tantalizing look at a new sport. Okay, so that about wraps it up for this mini-sode. Um, I would like to thank Joe, as always, for doing our editing, and thank Kevin Ma- Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com for our music. Uh, you can uh, reach out to us at Gmail at foulpuckpodcast at gmail.com. Check out our Instagram at foulpuckpodcast, or our Twitter, where we tweet quite a lot, foulpuckpod. Uh, and our website is foulpuckpodcast.net. And I have been Rachel. And uh, for rock climbing, that was Rebecca. And for uh, odd uh, color shows on Netflix that we need to watch, that has been Nancy. <laughs> no, we can't. Thank you very much. We can't call her the peanut gallery because you're the peanut gallery, Rachel. It's true. I am. I literally have peanuts right now. <laughs> yep. All right. All right. All right. We got to end this thing. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs>